Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to a Brawl Network production, and this is Meanie's Bird Recap. Can you feel that thing? That's moving like your doggone hands. That thing is beating your doggone chest right now. Can you feel it? Win or lose, these guys will be here for you after every single game. Do you think you're better than me? Here are your hosts, Giovanni Hamilton, Connor Miles, and ECW original, The Bloomy. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to Meanies Birds Recap, only on the Eagles Brawl. Sorry for the delay. We had to help Meanies get his lights up, uh, get all ready for the show. You know, it's not a very positive, not a very positive episode, so we had to bring some positivity any way we can. Giovanni, what's – I mean, he, he doesn't even have his lights on. Meanie brought the lights, but not Giovanni. That's how you know the Eagles lost. Oh, well, you know, I, I, I remembered pulling an Eagle shirt like two minutes before I signed on. I was like, oh, yeah, we're talking to Eagles. Why not throw on the Eagles? Sure. Well, I noticed it's Jerome Brown, right? That's a is that a Reggie White or Jerome Brown shirt? Uh, Reggie White with the Jerome. Reggie, all right, cool. So I got Dawkins on, and the 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 theme here is we're not going to support anybody on the team right now. Oh, <laughs> all, all the way. Yeah, he's got a temple. <laughs> all right, guys. So yeah, uh, we do we do have an obligation to fulfill. We do. Uh, do a birds recap show, but today we're going to talk about the Phillies. So, like, just kidding. So, let's get into it. Uh, the loss. I mean, twenty three seventeen, but it was really twenty to nine in my book. That 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 uh, the rest is garbage time. Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz struggle against the thirty second ranked pass defense. One of the historically bad pass defense. I mean. Oh, uh, Dakota, great question to start it off. What is the best hard liquor to drink, Meanie and Connor? That was rough last night. I, I could not agree more, man. It was very tough to deal with. Uh, I'm sure Giovanni has a good opinion on what to drink, too. Uh, we should include him on that. Come on. <laughs> the, uh, Anyways. The best hard liquor to drink during the Eagles game is yes. All of it. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, Literally the- all of them. Christmas tree, get them all in there. Yeah, uh, I drink Captain though. I definitely drink Captain. South games, Philly so basement but... wine. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Jimmy South Philly. Uncle uh, Uncle Uncle Jimmy South Philly basement wine always hits the spot. All right, so okay. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start the show off with just saying real quick. Sure. I'm done with Doug. I'm done. Done. He lost me last night. I was at the point where uh, I'm either you fire Doug or you don't. I was in between. But now I'm at the point where I'm just like, it's over with, guys. I mean, I know that there's some, there's a crowd out there that blames Carson Wentz. There's a crowd out there that blames Doug Peterson. There was a crowd out there that blames Howie Roseman. Uh, I, you blame them all. Each and individually has a, a fault in this season. But, I mean, to continuously go out there and put up stinker performances on offense, even, for, even if your quarterback is struggling – you don't utilize Miles Sanders at all. You don't utilize the run game at all. You don't do anything outside of your quarterback struggling. So uh, as much for the people that don't want to blame Doug Peterson, that just want to say Carson Wentz sucks, like it's him, bench him, and everything will be fixed. 
Doug's not doing anything that can give me any type of confidence for that. And I did run a poll on Eagles Ball because I wanted to see this. I, the question was, do we believe as Eagles fans that Doug Peterson, this current staff, can develop Jalen Hurts? And I mean, 86% out of like 400 votes said no. So why would I think a changing quarterback is going to make the Eagles any better, especially with what I'm seeing on offense? The vanilla play calling that Meany says every single week since he's been doing this show. Yeah. Every single week since he's been doing this show, we talk about the vanilla play calling. Not even uh, for vanilla. So it ain't even that good of a vanilla. It's just, yeah. It's like dollar store Bobo brand vanilla, you know? Yeah, it's not even a good oh. fresh from kind. <laughs> I mean, I don't think – I was telling Giovanni off the air. Uh, I don't – coaching is just like playing because you need a rhythm. And once a coach gets in a rhythm, the play calls come naturally. The execution comes flawlessly because he's calling the correct plays at the correct time. Doug Peterson has no rhythm at all this year. We don't want to talk about Carson not putting any rhythm up. His head coach who's playing calling the offense has no rhythm at all this year, has no type of consistency. I don't know what he's doing. And then exactly what Dakota's saying here. Why is Alshon out there? Why are you targeting Alshon these last two games? He, like, he, he how, how showed that, his former self. How is it that we get Alshon back and all the rest of the receivers have regressed? Uh, uh, Travis and Fulgham has disappeared. It's just like it's been this like albatross around the receiving core. I mean, I look, I love everything Alshon Jeffrey singular. Everybody, I know I like everybody goes, likes to call him Alshon Jeffries, but Alshon Jeffrey, I appreciate everything he did in 2017. I loved his attitude. Uh, you know, Hey, I even love what he did in 2018, you know, except for dropping the ball in New Orleans, but um, you know, it's just time. It's time to hit a refresh button uh, on the on the some of these players, and I I, I, can't, I can't see how Doug Peterson lasts past this season. Uh, if I have a car, or you know, and my car, there's a problem with the car. I keep taking the same mechanic, and the problem doesn't get fixed. It's time to find a new mechanic to fix that car. Now, mm-hmm. Carson Wentz is a talented quarterback he's a great quarterback but there's he's just being mismanaged uh you know in wrestling they often fire the talent and say well creative had nothing for you in the world of pro- professional wrestling which seems you know backwards if you can't find anything for the talent to do you should fire the writers right same mm-hmm. with football you know if carson's not producing that's bad coaching we saw we could do with good coaching and, and somebody to, you know, he needs that good cop, bad cop. Uh, he doesn't need a, 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 a coach. That's his buddy. So, I mean, like he's got sometimes it's like, and I, I, I hate to say this over and over again, but it's like a parent that wants to be a friend instead of a, dis- a disciplinarian. If, if you let your, your kid, if you're more of a friend to your kid, than a parent, then the kid's going to walk all over you and nothing will ever be learned. But Carson needs that person in the ear to say, look, knucklehead, what are you doing? Why'd you do that? What's up with your footwork? How come you, you know, why are you standing down? Why are you staring down your receivers? No? I'll put number two in if you want me to. Oh, please. Yeah. yeah that, that's what we need. I completely agree with you. Uh, I brought it up last week. I brought it up last week. Uh, you know, uh, Andy Reid benched. Donovan McNabb in 2008, 
then the next week, Donovan came out and killed the Arizona Cardinals on Thanksgiving night. And then they had to run to the playoffs where, where they snuck in on the last day in the 44-6 game against Dallas. And then they got made it all the way to the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Donovan got benched that season and came out guns a-blazing because he didn't want to know. There's something about when you get discipline, disciplined, you don't want to know that feeling twice. You know, if you sit down, yeah, you know, and you know, they're re- <laughs> I say this week in and week, week out, they haven't done Carson Wentz any favors, you know, between everything with the Foles drama. Okay. Now Foles is gone. This is his team. Oh, by the way, in the second round, we're going to replace, we're going to draft a, a quarterback instead of maybe, I don't know, a lineman to protect you or a defensive player to actually produce can we get a cornerback that's over 510 please um you know i it's just there's it's it's a toxic cocktail of things that's wrong with this team and it all starts with drafting down to the coaching and um i don't i don't see how i look i i would love i i would love the eagles to win every game but I don't want them to be the best of the worst. This is the worst division of football. I want them to be the worst of the worst either. So if they <laughs> end in the middle, I'll be okay. And that sounds like like a like a, something a crumb would say, you know, you know, a crummy, you know, Eagles fan. But last year, winning the division was awesome. The way they came back and won the division, but it really did them no favor schedule wise and draft wise. So if we could do something now, oh, again, I'm putting a lot of faith in Howie in this draft. You know, a lot of his plays have been like this. So it's just a matter of. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> bring the heat to the show. I love it, dude. I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm, a- well, I'm, I'm so I- angry. Thank God I got a Roadcaster Pro. I got a whole bunch of sound effects, but this is by my new favorite. <laughs> So that's been how he's drafting. That has been Doug's play calling. You know, uh, it just it's it's all it all stinks. It's one of so to. Giovanni's mother, as always, give dudes a shot at play calling. That's a big talk right yeah. now lately because I mean, Tory Smith ah. comes out and lobbies for dudes to get it, finally get his chance to play calling. Now it's been like the talk of the day. Uh, I've been on the Jeff Stoutland train. I think Jeff Stoutland could set the tone early in the game, but any anyone but Doug at this point. The guy has no, like I just said, he has no grasp of the calling right now. You got to take it away from him. And uh, just to let everybody know, Ed was going to be on the show tonight, but dude's completely tired. He didn't get home until 3.30 a.m. last night from the game, and he just told me he was had to crash. But he said the one thing that he wants to echo on the show is uh, last night showed him that the Eagles are going to move on from Doug Peterson, he believes. He believes at the end of the season they will end up making the move and uh, go a different round of head coach, especially Jeffrey Lurie. But all these fans uh, seem like they want a different play caller. It's all, it's all these comments are. It's a different play caller. We need a good. I, I'm. I apologize, to Giovanni. I, I'm. I know I'm ranting here, and I, I would. I want to hear what Giovanni has to say too. But uh, the sign of a true leader, a good leader. Is somebody who listens to outside sources or listens to the people in the room. Uh, Doug, if Doug was a true leader, 
okay, you don't want to give up total play calling, but have Deuce draw up some plays or, you know, have somebody you can sit with and go, what do you think of that play? What do you think of that play? And have somebody, have somebody do give them a little pushback on certain things. I mean, again, the play calling has been so vanilla to the, the fact that the opposing teams know what the Eagles are going to run before they run it. And we're back in Chip Kelly days when people could predict what Chip Kelly was going to run before he ran it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, Matt, to this comment, Matt Stolfes, the comment right here, they should have put Jalen Hurts in toward the end of the game just to keep once from getting killed. It was over anyway. I, yeah. for the first time this all season, and I was, I, I had to like really pause there before I hit the send button on this tweet. Cause I, I was like, is this my emotions from the game? Am I frustrated while I'm saying this? And I'm just like, no, like I love Carson Wentz as much as the next guy. I believe in him. I do believe he has a future with this team. I think he needs a new head coach. I think he needs a whole new offense. But I did get to the point last night where I did say it's time to put Jalen Hurts in. I mean, what could you lose? I I want I need to send I, I'm I'm in total agreement with Meany. I need to send out I need to send that Donovan McNabb message to Carson Wentz to like, hey, this it's not sweet, man. Like, yes, you're allowed to have one bad season because we're not going to move off you this offseason. We're tied to you. These next two years, you are ours no matter what the fans want, no matter what 94, 94, uh, 94.1, 97.5, all the sports radio talk, all the media says, we're tied to you, bud. We're going through this no matter what. Uh, we're going we're gonna to figure this thing out together because we have to. But I, I just thought, this is the time to finally send a message to him and say, hey, I know you're not a fan that we drafted Jalen Hurts. For some reason, that's a major report today, which was like, yeah, wow, no crap. He, he, was, he was not a fan of the pick. But uh, I, the worst thing you can do to finally get somebody to finally wake up and start realizing that things aren't sweet anymore, you need to step up, is to threaten their job. It's just starting their jobs. And I think he would make him up a little bit and bring bring out the fire in him and make him finally realize, like, I can't play like this anymore. I have to finally just put it all in my hands and let it rock and whatever happens, happens. And I I just don't see how this offense is helping him do that at all or Doug Peterson for that matter. But uh, I did get to the point last night where I said put Jalen Hurts in. All right, Giovanni, it's finally time to hear it, man. Give, give your thoughts right here on the recap. Give... Deuce the play calling, please, please. For my sanity, I need it. Because Deuce, Deuce would use a run so much more. It seems like Doug uses a run until Miles Sanders gets into rhythm. And then he's like, oh, we don't need it anymore. No, that's what you need the most. And I don't, I don't get, I don't get his play calling, man. That Jalen Hurts stuff is not working. I don't know why he keeps going with it. Yeah, it's almost like, uh, like you said, he's, he's like a kid with, uh, you know, ADD. You know, okay, I get, I gave you enough passing to get you off my back, but I mean, I gave you enough run plays to get you off my back, but here's some more passing. You know. <laughs> And being being the quarterback and being set, you know the back, you know the the backup to Brett Favre. I mean, yeah, he's going to be a gunslinger. Why not collaborate with Deuce on Wednesday and stuff like that? I mean, Deuce was one of our best running backs ever. I mean, as part of three headed monsters with Westbrook and you know, gotta do something, man. You gotta do something. And, uh, 
You know what? It, it, there's an interesting perspective from watching last night's game too. Uh, listening, because I mean, we're Eagles fans, right? We're here in the Philadelphia area, but to hear the national play-by-play guys talk about this team, I mean, they pretty much said Carson's a good quarterback. It's just the team's really doing them no favors. And just to hear an outsider kind of say that, because we're all in our bubble. We're used to the same old mantras every year and stuff like that. But to hear, you know, from uh, outside, you know, with the Monday night crew pretty much saying, yeah, Carson's a great quarterback, but the play calling and, and the stuff with, you know, bringing Hertz in for one play in the middle of it, just for one play. Hey, it's amazing. Al Jalen Hertz comes in and miraculously Alshon Jeffrey catches the football. It's, it's, it's insane. I all, you know, Carson throws him a ball. He gets a case of the dropsies. A new guy comes in. Oh, I can catch the ball. No problem. It's, it's, it's the weirdest thing, man. It's the weirdest thing. I don't know if Alshon's trying to send a message too, or, or trying to make a, a statement by, you know, you know, when Carson throws it, oopsie, you know, and then when, you know, Hertz, <laughs> Kurtz throws the pass. He may, uh, it's Alshon is a double. He's a double agent, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, he's he's a he's a he's a stude. Yeah, I, I blame I blame the coach for playing him as much because I mean he played forty nine percent of the snaps while Fogan played fifty two percent. Like you're putting these two on a timeshare. Uh, Alshon, who you know you're getting rid of next year, and I've had people say like they're doing this for his trade value. They're doing this to hype him up. They're doing this to get something out of that contract. None of those are good excuses. Nobody's trading for him. He looks like he should retire. Uh, I don't know, man. I that's why I just think the coach has no feel of this team whatsoever. Uh, I there's think no feel, there's no feel. There's no identity. I think Doug Peterson could could hold his head up high in his next interview and say, "Look what happened my last year in Philadelphia. I'm loyal to my players. Yeah. I don't just make changes like they did, like the city demanded." Because other than that, I don't know what the excuse is. Are you are you playing for your next job? Are you trying to show that next job that you're loyal to players? Because other than that, I don't know what you, you're doing out there, bud. Uh, to answer this question real quick, my top guys are Joe Brady and Lincoln Riley. Uh, I, college doesn't scare me. Chip Kelly's college experience doesn't scare me. I I would go all in on that. If Lincoln Riley's – he would probably turn this down, though. I wouldn't want to work with Howie Roseman either, but uh, – I, those are the two guys I would go after. My top guys. Well, the one guy from the Monday, my, the Monday Night Crew sounded like he was angling for a general. Lewis, Lewis Riddick. He used to he used to work with the Eagles. I th- he, he he was angling for Howie Roseman's job. Really, yeah. him and How, him and Howie had known beef. They had known beef. Really, they, they did not get along with it. Lewis Riddick used to used to be in the uh, player personnel department during the Dream Team years. But I mean. Because I've had I've had some people on Twitter bring that up and like you really want to bring this guy back because of that I'm like he didn't have full say back then that was still Howie's team that the reason why the guy is so against Howie Roseman is so uh, bent hell bent to go after him like this is because they butt heads and Lewis thought Howie was wrong and I, from up to this point Lewis is looking like the right one in the situation but uh, to Dakota's comment right here. I don't know why the only throwback shoulder feeds to Rager. Everything is backwards. Doug Pearson can't scheme for receivers. This season has just finally showed that to me. They finally add talent at receivers, and they can't get the maximum production out of them because the coach can't scheme for wide receivers. That's just my – Mike Rowe was a really good receivers coach. Uh, he does not get enough credit for a good receivers coach that he is. 
The best year that the Eagles had at wide receivers was 2017. That was statistically the best year they had at wide receivers when Doug Peterson. Uh, I think Mike Rowe had a huge reason for that being the wide receivers coach and that it not being offensive coordinator, just being wide receivers coach. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Doug can coach wide receivers. He was a, the offensive coordinator in Kansas City with the Chiefs had zero wide receiver touchdowns. The Eagles have yet to have a thousand wide, yard wide receiver in such a passing error league under Doug Peterson. I don't think the coach can coach wide receivers, but I think he finally showed that to you this year uh, to answer all those questions. So uh, I'm not putting it on Jalen Rager this year. And the reason why I want to, I highlighted this comment, made sure to mention is because I talked to his father. I mean, we had his father on the show. I'm very close to Monte Rager. And I mean, the, 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 how much Jalen Rager gets killed. I, I feel like none of you guys watch football. I mean, it, it, like, how do you sit here and think Justin Jefferson's going to come? I think Justin Jefferson would do a fine job in Philadelphia. Don't get me wrong. He's a talented player. Uh, I was, of course, wanting Jalen Rager more because I think he fits better, and I still do to this day. But with the way that this offense is going, with the way the head coach is calling the offense, with the way that Carson Wentz – because I, I know Kirk Cousins not laying the world on fire, but Carson Wentz is playing worse than Kirk Cousins. I hate to say it. <laughs> uh, Justin Jefferson's not going to do much either. He's yeah. not going to do much either. He's going to be healthier, yes. So he would be more acclimated in the offense by this point. But, I mean, Rager has been coming off of two injuries, has no idea what he's doing, and his coaches have no idea what to tell him what to do. And you're right, Dakota, they don't use him right. They don't use him properly at all. Like, it's always vertical stuff and shoulder fades. It doesn't make sense at all. And the kid is beating himself up about it, from his according to his dad. Like, we chew these athletes up and we spit them out. It's really not their fault. No. It's not their fault. The coach doesn't know how to use them. It's a there's shame. Plenty, plenty it's of talent. Shame. There's plenty of talent in the team. It's just yes. a matter of it's a, coach. Using, it's a coaching matter. It's a use use players to their strengths. I mean, we got Dallas Goddard, a mate, uh, probably one of my favorite players on the off, the whole offense. Rager's great. I mean, if you use him like in the way like. Uh, New England, we used our speedy receivers, you know, with quick slant routes and stuff like that, you know. I think it'd be a little bit more successful like that, you know, just having them going straight down the field really isn't doing them uh, any favors. And again, it comes down to coaching. It's just a matter of um, do I see Doug here be, being here next year? No. Uh, but I, is Schwartz going to be here? I don't think so. No, nah, if you fire Doug Peterson, you, you're cleaning house, I would think. You, your staff is going to be in completely a new staff. Uh, but, I would hope not just Allen, but But now with Matt Patricia being uh, cut by the lines, do you bring him in for you know defensive coordinator or something like that? Who's out there? Who, who do you bring in? I mean, uh, people are going to laugh at this, but bear with me because I do have legit reasoning. Sure, Gus Bradley. I I bring in Gus Bradley if the Chargers clean house on their staff for defensive coordinator. I think he's actually a good defensive coordinator. I think it's more of the car. The Chargers are more injury prone than the Eagles, to be honest with you guys. They yeah. they go through injuries time after time again. I think Gus Bradley could actually bring a talented defense to Philadelphia. Uh, but other than that, I we're gonna that's that's a conversation I'm gonna have to have with you guys in the off season because I I don't really have any answers for that right now. Um, I would. I mean, Dan Orlovsky. I'm fine with him coaching on the Eagles. That'd be fine with me. He played the position before. It's not like it's. He's just an analyst. I mean, he's a good analyst, is that? But I mean, he played the position before. He had. He sounds like a a guy who can coach. I would give yeah. him a shot. I like the think breaks down the film too. I mean, he does it in a way that makes sense, 
And, uh, you know, that there's the old age saying, you know, I mean, did Dan light it up as a quarterback? Not really. Everybody's got the footage of him running uh, down the uh, back of the end zone for the safety. But uh, I think he could be a, a good positive influence within the quarterback room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Dakota. He's, he's talking about when we were talking about Jalen Rager. So a uh, little tidbit because Giovanni isn't the only one who was able to have words with Zach Ertz. Like I words or they talked. Oh no, he had legit. No, he had he Let's had legit conversation with it. But I, <laughs> my, this actually was one of my. This was actually one of my questions to him, just to gauge his opinion. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know if I personally believe this myself, to be honest. But uh, he said he doesn't think the Eagles use JJ Arcega Whiteside right, and that he thinks he would be good elsewhere. So. Uh, the, a player believes that. Do I believe that though? Not so much. He doesn't look like a football player, and I think from everything he's shown so far, he doesn't look like he can play the game of football in the NFL. And I wasn't that big on him at Stanford either. So, uh, me personally, no. But at least the the star tight end for the Eagles thinks that he's just not being used right, and he can do well somewhere else. And he, that he, that's, he's not obligated to say that about anybody. You no, know. he doesn't have to. Yeah, you know, he didn't have to. That was a personal, you know, personal opinion. I'm sorry. What that was that? a personal opinion by him. Yeah, so you're right. He didn't have to. Yeah, and you know, I fall into the same trap every year. Uh, you know, the the, the off season he got uh, JJ got drafted, and again, like when it comes to college, I'll listen to where I, I really don't follow college that much. Uh, no. But you know, I fell into the the trap of. He looked great in preseason, <laughs> and uh, I put him in my I put him in my starting offense on Madden, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> when it came to the actual uh, when they were going live with you know the regular season, it was just like oh man, um, can we can we uh, rewind this and uh, go back and get Metcalf? But uh, please, please, yeah. that'd yeah. be great. Please, as much as I mean, it hurts to say it that we could have had him. And we could have, we could have had Justin uh, from the Vikings too, but good lord, man! Um, yeah, I don't know if I. Yeah, I mean, DK Metcalf is the, the team throwing carts and no favors. This team is no, it's not. So that's a good question. Are we firing Howie Roseman? So uh, let's just segue into that. You're not Giovanni. Nope. Because do you, do you not want them to, or you don't think they will? I don't think they will. Um, okay, so that's a good one. But do you do you not want them to though? Um, you know, it all depends on how he drafts. If if he drafts bad next year, no, just no. You can okay. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, that's a good I opinion, though. You so you clearly think that they keep high resume next year, though. Yeah, I do because um, I don't. I, I've been saying this all season. Uh, I know we always talk about it. I don't know how you can tell a new guy to come in here and fix this cat mess. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. very good point. Exactly. That's, that's my point, too. I Yep, I completely agree with him. I said the same thing. It's not that I want Howie Roseman here, because at this point, I think if you're going to look like this, and the common denominator always of the Eagles' struggles seems to be Howie Roseman, uh, I'm fine with clean house on everybody, but again, I think you're asking a new GM that comes in here 
awful, awful situation to handle. But he also might just get rid of the guys that we all have emotional attachments to that need to be moved on from, that the Eagles have struggled to move on from before. Uh, maybe that's what they need, too. So, Jason Peters. Um, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Playing right guard with a uh, bunk toe, yeah. man. Allergies. But yeah. uh, yeah. I agree. I, I do agree with Giovanni. Plus, it's it's Jeffrey Lurie. I mean, that's Harry Rosen's his son. I mean, he's been with him through the Dream Team, through the Chip Kelly, through the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. oh, no, I'm not as convinced as Giovanni is either. I mean, I'm not convinced either that they get rid of him. Mm-mm. Unfortunately, not. For and again, for all the times we kill Howie for uh, missing on Metcalf and uh, uh, who's the kid from uh, Minnesota, J- Justin? Justin oh, Jefferson. Yeah, I've been hitting the head a lot, so I forgot a lot of things. But uh, every time he has a miss like that, <laughs> we get a Dallas Goddard. You know, uh, my lot is actually panning out to be pretty good. He's like he was like the second. Rated the second highest uh, person at his his position this week, so he, he he's bad in the high number draft picks. But when it comes to like the lower rounds, he's he's okay, you know. But it's just uh, I I still can't get over this this you know this hurts pick. Just and, and from what you know, the rumor has it, it was is a way to uh, get back at Dallas because they knew Dallas wanted. Hurts too, and they they just want to swoop them up from underneath Dallas. But I like pulling practical jokes on people, but not when it, it's a t- detriment to the uh, to it, my own team. You know? Something's going to come out about Carson Wentz this offseason that makes it makes the Jalen Hurts pick make more sense. I fully believe that from everything I feel that that's what's going to happen. Something's going to come out, and we're going to be like, oh. I, I mean, people have said it before. It could be worse than the stuff we've already heard through, uh, uh, what's that guy? It could be career-defining, though, maybe. It I, could be. Well, I, I don't know if I've said this before last week, but I maybe he, I, something in me tells me he still hasn't fully shaken that concussion that ended his season last year. Um, no, absolutely Somebody who's had concussion. That's, uh, yeah, somebody who's had many undiagnosed kind concussions those tend to last for a little bit and when he's mm-hmm. getting sacked at the rate he's getting sacked and getting hit uh, he might he's, he's playing a little skittish you know he, he used to be pretty good at sensing pressure now he's just not at all and i i don't know if i can completely blame him he he's he gets it every single snap lately with the, the offense yeah. i mean 11 different combinations will do that to you but and, yeah uh, as as this is also him going all right, Doug, I'm playing your game plan, and your game plan's not working. And he's just going along with Doug's plan until the team sees that and, it's not working. Not even that. I can't blame him if he does that. No player is going to not dis- just going to go out there and disregard his coach. Like that does that's not how football works. It's not. It's our job. To, I mean, it's his job to listen to the coach. Uh, it's a, I, and, and I, it's kind of a way of sandbagging in a way where. Right. You know, we, we've seen, you know, where, you know, a coach talks. And here's here's finally what I'm going at with this. This is what I'm going at, where Dakota always has to hit on the, the truth. I, it's, I've seen people say it this week. I said it in multiple, I mean, think like two pot episodes. To not think that this guy can pull an Andrew Luck, I think is a little, uh, 
I, I'm sorry. I think we're kind of short-sighted if we don't think that. At least that's on our back of our minds. I think Carson Wentz has a lot of heart. I think he will play with the, for the city of Philadelphia. I don't, I don't, I'm not necessarily saying he will pour Landry Luck, but I mean, the uh, he's a God-driven person. Yeah. He doesn't have to please anyone in Philadelphia. He doesn't care if he pleases anybody in Philadelphia. He he just wants to please God. He has a newborn baby to think about. He has a whole entire life. He's completely fine with. It would not shock me. It seriously would not shock me if he does take a step away. And if he does, I think the concussion might be a huge reason why too. Meaning, I, I think there's yeah. a really root to reasoning there. Um, well, but, look, at, I mean, look, at, look at the Kevin Cobb situation. He got that uh, one killer concussion uh, that, in the opening game against you know against the Packers. You, you remember reading about that concussion stuff with him, man? That's yeah. He, and he, he, he forgot his name a lot. That's yeah. insane. There's a, a great, there's a, a a great documentary if you go on uh, Google. It's on P- PBS is streaming it. It's called A League of Denial. Uh, I believe that's what it's called. And uh, it's based. It's what they based the Will Smith concussion movie on. And uh, you watch a lot of these players. They, they talk to a lot of players. They talk to a lot of agents about the effects of concussions. And there's one telling story. I know he's a cowboy and we all hate the Cowboys, but there's a story with Troy Aikman where they're in a, a game against San Francisco. I want to say it's the NFC championship game and he gets laid out and uh Cowboys going to win. And uh, Troy and his agent are at the hospital and his agent walks in and Troy's face lights up and goes, Hey, how you doing? His agent goes, good. How you doing? He's like, I'm okay. And Troy goes, did we win the game? And this agent goes, yeah, you're going to the Super Bowl. You won. Oh, that's awesome. Two minutes go by. Troy Aikman goes, hey, man, how you doing? Did did we win? He totally forgot the conversation he had two minutes before from a simple concussion. Now, I don't know if that's the kind of severity of concussion Carson got. His head was vicious. It was. It was was a hard hit. I was there and we heard the smack. Really? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, I hope it's not that case. I hope it's not an Andrew Luck case. I hope it's just a case of him biding his time until they get a new staff in there. Maybe he's playing the weight game and go, hey, I'll go by your rules until your rules no longer work and they bring in somebody new and present a whole new list of uh, people to guide him because it's not working right now. You know, I don't think he has confidence in the play calling. He definitely hasn't have confidence in his line because he's getting killed, you know? So I hope it's not, uh, you know, I, I, you know, a, a situation where he's compl- contemplating early retirement, but um, it's something to ponder. I can't say a hundred percent. No, that's definitely not it because we don't know that either the severity of the concussion or him just biding his time waiting f- to find a, a new head coach. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So let me do some quick ad plugins real quick before we finish sure. up. Football is here. And so is your shot of millions. Now, before I finish this, actually, I know football is really depressing this year for us Eagles fans, but I mean, 
I mean, Eagles Brawl, you guys are tuning in. We love each and every one of you. Our views have been slightly affected, I think, because Hopefully of we're the election. Thing the, the, but, yeah, we're bringing we're, – we're trying our best. So not only can we bring this to you during such hard times, but we can also bring to you DraftKings and a chance to win millions of dollars. So you create a DFS account. You go to DraftKings.com. Let's make that real quick. The minimum deposit is $5. And then through the Eagles Brawl promo code, through our partnership with DraftKings, you will get a free entry every week to win millions. So you go to dkng.co slash brawlpod. That's B-R-A-W-L-P-O-D to play for a chance to win millions. Thanks for our partnership with, with DraftKings. Also, Christmas time's around the corner. Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson could definitely use this because they'd have to find their balls. So go to manscaped.com. Use promo code BRAWL, B-R-A-W-L, 20% off your order, plus free shipping by using promo code BRAWL. We are a Manscaped pod. And uh, before everybody kills me for my language with Giovanni, he goes 41 and 19 on Call of Duty. I think he hears enough of bad language as is. So... That's, that that might be something that Giovanni doesn't that people don't know about you, Giovanni. You're actually a really good Call of Duty player. I'm level 55 already in Cold War. Yes, sir. There we go. I thought you were going to say. I, I, I thought you were going to say. I didn't know. You might not know it's about Giovanni, but he curses like a sailor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You might not know this about Giovanni, but yeah, no, he would never do that. <laughs> Tree show. I had to take off my earphones because I'm Giovanni. I dial it back, buddy. Rewind that. No. Oh, Giovanni's that. I can confirm that's true. <laughs> I learned it from you, Dad. I learned it from watching you. <laughs> so, Giovanni, you're the. You're a great Eagles fan. We all know it. But at the end of the day, you are smart. You do evaluate Smarter the sport very well. You know he, you know what you're talking about. Let's hear how Giovanni would fix the Eagles. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Lay it all out for us. Lay out your whole entire plan to how to make the Eagles a good team again. Make the Eagles great again, Giovanni. Um, first of all, fire Doug. You can take his ice cream and go. Um... Probably fire Jim Shorts, get a new defensive coordinator. I think it's time. Um, probably you, you definitely have to get a quarterback coach and definitely an offensive coordinator. You need that coach, definitely buying your wife and that Frank Wright. Um, I think you make deuce. Um, people might not like this opinion, but make Deuce the head coach and see how that works out. If, if anything, I, well, I, I don't even think this would happen, but if they happen to just let Doug go a couple games before the end of the season and have Deuce take over play call and just see how that goes and see if that lights a flame underneath these players. You know, these players might – Players might have a legit ice cream headache from Doug. And, uh, you know, just, you know, I mean, it's just like what Detroit did. They they, they fired Matt Patricia and are going to see how his backup does, you know. 
when the Eagles fired Chip Kelly, uh, they had the, the offensive coordinator step in, and the Eagles play, the team played a lot better w- once Chip was gone. I don't know if you would let Doug go with maybe like three games to go in the season and get hand over to Reigns to Deuce. It might be it might be a bold move, but just like how people go, oh, bench Carson to see how Jalen does, uh, Jalen Hurts does. Maybe you got to bench Doug or you know. Uh, yeah, tell t- Doug to take a powder and just make, give the the reins over to Deuce and see what Deuce can do. See if these players, see if these players react a little bit differently. You know, I remember uh, it happened in uh, Dallas when you know, when they had the you know, the ginger took over. You know, they fired the coach. G- ginger came in and played, and the players were like, "Oh, change." Just a new set of ideas is might be what the players need to hear because right now all they hear is you know the Charlie Brown's parents and it's just like wah, 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 <laughs> and they're just like okay Doug yeah whatever Doug well, all right well, whatever you say Doug just pay me pay me you know <laughs> play me pay me you know they're just just going through the motions. Giovanni, so you think Deuce Staley should be the head coach of the Eagles, though? Let me just get that straight real quick. You think that they should win, you go in the offseason and just make him the head coach and just rock? I love Deuce. He would actually use a run. <laughs> yeah. We need him in our life. We need him. He's been in the system for a while. He's been in this team for a while, and he's been under a bunch of different coaches. Just sitting in the back, biding his time. Maybe this is the time to, you know, let him have a shot. Like I'm saying, I hate to, I hate to call, I hate to call for anybody to be fired. Yeah, but, I hate for it to be Doug because no matter what, I'll appreciate Doug by the end of the day for bringing that Lombardi. I'll to always appreciate it for what Doug did for this team, but right mm-hmm. now they're not reacting to him, and oh, you, no. got to, you got to do something. I don't yeah, see him. Absolutely. I don't see him play, being here next year. So, three games in the final three games, give it to Deuce. Giovanni had a great idea. Give it to Deuce, and if the team reacts to Deuce, keep him. They don't. He could just go back to his regular offense. You know, coaching with the, uh, the the running backs. Yeah, because that's one thing you don't want to do. You don't want to take Deuce out of the equation. No. No. no, you get you give them a chance. If it works, it great, awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a happy accident. If it doesn't work, we could just go back to keep them in the organization because the players respect them. The players play good, well for you know, play hard for Deuce. Keep them in the system, but give them a shot right towards the end of the season to see how the players react. It's just Let him idea. call plays first. Let him call plays first, and then I'll, I'll have this conversation with you guys. Because right now I'm like Joe Brady. So let's have the let's let's see let's see how these. I, I would definitely give him a shot though. I would let anybody call plays with Doug Peterson. I don't even care if it's uh Justin Peel, the tight ends coach at this point. Somebody has to do it. But Doug, that's would, all that matters. I would let Bobby Boucher from the Waterboy play. Or <laughs> the Doug for the rest of the season. Just somebody different. Somebody. Uh, it really, really sucks. <laughs> All right. Two things from us before we leave. One, Philly Sports with Giovanni's jam-packed episode is tomorrow with Football Kelly. They recorded a back-to-back. They talked about how they'll fix the Eagles. Giovanni, get people hyped for this episode real quick. Uh, we had a lot of fun, man. Um, 
It was about like a 20 minute uh, episode. It was pretty fun. Uh, we got into the Eagles and what they have to do to get better. And I really liked having her on, and I'm so happy to have her a part of the Eagles, bro. Yes, sir. All right, Meanie. There, if you guys haven't listened to the Money Mini podcast yet, you're missing out. It's actually really entertaining. You don't have to be a wrestling fan, just entertain that. The Mini talks about everything. So please check out the Money Mini and by always, Mini, plug your stuff in. Yeah, if uh, you enjoy what I say here, I also have my own podcast called The Minded Meanie. It drops every Monday morning at 6 a.m. wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a YouTube channel. Uh, youtube.com slash mind uh, we talk about music movie sports and tons and tons of useless knowledge which i have tons <laughs> of useless knowledge and no ways to make money with them so i've started the podcast uh if you would like to support the blue meanie go to pro com slash blue meanie uh where you can get one of the top grossing selling shirts in ecw history the blue world order shirt but i also have very uh philadelphia sports themed shirts uh, most notably, the Philly Philadelphia shirt, which comes in uh, Eagle, <laughs> Philly, Flyers, Sixers, and Union colors. So, I, I'm a I'm a pro wrestler, but first of all, I'm a Philadelphia sports fan, and I got plenty of representation on prowrestlingtees.com slash blue meanie. If you would like to support the podcast, go to prowrestlingtees.com slash mineadamini as well. And. I might as well shout out our Eagles Brawl Apparel because Giovanni has Christmas merchandise coming out soon. We are working on that right now. We'll also have some Eagles Brawl. Yeah, also some Eagles Brawl material coming out. We got you guys on the Eagles Brawl shop. Go on our link tree, link in bio when you check out our Eagles Brawl pages and you can get yourself some Eagles Brawl gear. Support the show, support Giovanni, support being a Birds fan. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm a big fan of Giovanni, so definitely – I, I can't wait to see what shirt you come out with, man. Hopefully, yes, uh, meanie, hopefully, meanie sized. We so. do have meanie sized, yeah. no matter what. We'll got you, meanie. We my, got you covered. My brother, shout out to my brother for designing it. He did such a good job yes, with it. Very cool. Very cool. Yes, sir. He did. He did a great job. Shout out to Dom. I know you're out there listening somewhere. Yeah. He's Where are you? Wherever you're at on. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. We'll be back next week for another Meanies Breaks recap. Thanks for always being here. <laughs> I love you guys. This is great. Go birds, I guess. Okay. Go where? I don't know. <laughs> for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.